Today is August 17th, 2017, and we will be talking about this, you could say, metaphor that Joko uses to talk about practice of a castle and a moat. So, it's important for us to remember that this is a metaphor, or you could call it an analogy, and the point of it is to assist us to see where our practice effort is needed, and also to see where we distract ourselves from practice, or mispractice because what should I say because we're not making a skillful effort because we're not present in a way that would assist our practice instead we do things that create um Difficulties, if we call it that. So, as Joko says it, we we don't see that our surface problem is merely the tip of the iceberg. And she says, in fact, what we think of as our problem is really a pseudo-problem. And if what we think of as a problem is a pseudo-problem, then our responding or reacting to it just perpetuates the pseudo-problem because it keeps on reinforcing, if I say it that way, our ideas of what needs to be fixed, of what's wrong, of what's okay to react to, all the while leading us to miss this very life moment that we are. And that's, after all, what it's about. Um, not about going to look for some other problem, but rather in being present, noticing when problems arise and making a skillful effort to use that as a, call it an energy opportunity, um, to do what's called for, um, to see that even the idea of problems isn't correct, or if we believe a problem, to see how to skillfully work with that. As she says at the end, the only problems are, or is, my opinion about so-called problems. Okay, so, having said that as introduction, tell me how you've been able to practice with this, or have found it useful, or how you've found it confusing, or um, not been able to make anything of it. Well, 
uh, I find it very useful, actually. Um, this week I was working with a project on which I'm working, and I noticed uh, quite a bit of anxiety coming up about it. And, it. and what I noticed was a tendency to want to get to the end, you know, to want to... Uh, to want to finish the project even before it was really ready to be finished, just to, or get get some sense of relief from a certain anxiety that I was feeling ah, about. Ah, so you wanted relief from the anxiety because you believed what? That I um, wasn't going to be able to do it. You know, I, I believe that I, I I was believing that you know I I I I, 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 I can't really do this well enough. Okay. No, but if I get it done, then it's just done. I don't have to worry about it. So was, was wanting to get to the end of it so you don't have to feel I can't do this well enough a skillful response? Or, no, no. I, okay. No, I saw it wasn't skillful. That way, that's what I'm saying. I was able to stop. Good. And to see that, wait, no, wait a second. Now, I don't, I'm not, you know. There is a deadline, but it's not it's not due for quite a while, and I can you know I I, I don't have to be doing that. I can just explore you know um, the topic a little bit more and kind of try to be with that a little bit more, um, you know. But I but it, but you know it's so that's what I was able to do. Good. And, and that's in part what Joko's talking about is getting out of the castle and across the moat is to, if we could say it that way, enable us and support us to respond appropriately as, instead of being trapped in the castle or at least to notice how we're trapped in the castle and treating that as what we need to respond to because that's hindering us from doing what's called for. Anyone want to add to that? Well, I'll just... uh say that lately um, a significant aspect of my practice life has been with my mother. Yes. Everybody pretty much knows what the situation is there. Um, and I notice a lot of, you know, in the it's, you know, you want your mother to be happy, you want your mother to be healthy. In fact, you expect that. Uh-huh. I've noticed that there's this expectation that Mother will always be there, and she'll always be, I'll always be able to depend on her, you know, after a whole life of that, it's kind of difficult to see that that is not always going to be the case. So there's that aspect of it, which I, which is normal. I, it, I don't really see that as a problem. Uh, the problem is, you know, the, the people, people around her. Um, there, there's where I have various, many practice opportunities to how people react and respond and get involved. And I, I notice that 
that I, you know, there's this tendency to be uh, defensive and to believe that I know what's right for her and other people should know what I know and then they'd be right too. So you also know what's right for them. Yeah, if they knew what was right, then that would be right for them. If, if yeah. they knew what you knew, if they did it the way you thought they should do it. Sure, if they were as, if they were as <laughs> whatever. I, I don't want to use too many words here. Good. But you know, it reminds me, um, in reading this chapter, it, it may not be a... Uh, it, it, what I'll just say, what I was reminded of is in other places in Joko's teaching, she talks about core belief and strategy. Mm-hmm. Our, our, you know, our strategy in life, how we face things, how we deal with things, is based on a core belief. And they're usually the opposite, in a way. And in keeping that in mind, and what this chapter was teaching, you know, I noticed that my strategy in telling people how they should be or how they shouldn't be was based on my strategy of really not knowing what to do. I mean, my core belief was there's no way to fix this. I don't know what to do. I don't want it to be this way. Um, so my strategy is to act like I do know that... Um, and perhaps more in touch with the situation than other people might be. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know that. I don't know that that's true. How could I know that? Well, even more, is it okay? Is it okay to to um, for you to be as as it as they are? Hello, did I lose everyone? Seems like we're having a problem here. Okay. Um. Okay, let's call. No, no. Let's, who who's, is Champagne here? You need to call Ed Lucian. Okay. Oh, you're here? Yeah. Oh, they're there? Okay. So I guess you're Is Sandra on now? I am. Is, is Cindy on? We just lost somebody. We lost Cindy, uh-huh. I think. I don't think so. I didn't Cindy. Cindy. Um, okay. But Mushin, you're here? Yes. Good. See, we all have ideas about how others should be, and then all of a sudden Skype gives us a different form, and we adjust to it. And that's our castle can become having ideas even about how others should do it. And that's great. Right. It's great for us to notice that. 
it's not a problem. With it's a situation. It's perhaps a difficulty. Yes. attention. Yes. But and if we notice it, then it's just what is happening. That's right. And and it's ours to respond to our ideas about how they should be with this. And if we create difficulties with that, that's, call it, a non-skillful response. Because we think, believe, hold, that they should be responding to your mother in the way that you, or the whole situation with your mother, in the way that you think is the best way and the way you know that they should do it. And yet they're not doing it. So we could be trapped in that, or we could have it be they're not doing it. And can I respond as this world of them not doing it the way I know they should, despite the fact that I know it, and despite the fact that I've given them all these hints? And that's the way it, they're doing it. Yeah, I guess, um, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, those things arising, these, you know, having these sorts of beliefs and and feelings and opinions really is not the problem as long as we're able to be aware of them and to respond from within that context. Yes. If we're not aware of them, then we react out of them as opposed to in conjunction. Okay, this is how I feel. Now what? You know, it's kind of like saying, so what? Now what? All sorts of people in the universe that don't do what we want. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Because that's our opportunities. Our opportunities is when they don't do it the way we want. Because we get to see how much we stick to or hold to what we think they should do. And instead, we can respond to the circumstance of this moment, despite the fact that they're keeping on doing this so-called not skillful way. Because that's the only problem is our ideas about what their problem is. That, see, that's what Joko's making the point, especially when she talks about relationships. We have ideas about what the problem is. And that's where we get confused. You know, I, I can't help thinking that this is just a little too neat. I mean, well, uh, it's, a, it's a nice ideal, what we're talking about, but I guess maybe it'd be nice to have a few more practical uh, I don't know, she used to talk about systems too, but I still like, you know, like like in in the, in the recovery movement there are a lot of sayings they're very trite, but they kind of keep you going or they help, you know, kind of trigger a reminder so, I don't do you have anything like, I mean, I'm just okay Joko, you know, Joko. Breathing or bamboo breathing, or is there anything that you suggest when you 
you know, to kind of remind you yes. about that. Otherwise. Joko says, the only problem is my opinion of this. In other words, Ed's only problem while he's with his mother and the other siblings or the others there is his opinion of how they are. That's the only problem. But what if he is right and there's something he could do to improve the situation? I mean, that's where I get stuck about, now wait a second, sometimes the thing to do, I mean, I guess maybe you're saying do it with more quote-unquote detachment, but, you know, there are things that maybe Ed could and should do to improve her comfort or get them to, to stop being a certain way or talking a certain way around her. I don't know exactly what the situation is, forgive me. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, aren't there things that Ed might... There, there might be, there might be, however, it's um, not, might not be skillful for him to, to tell them about how to talk around her if it leads to them getting upset with him and them having an argument around her about how they should talk around her. And at some point, you know, she's his priority as opposed to these other people. I guess that's where I'm going with this. No, and these other people are his priority as well. However, these other people are about how how they are and what's skillful in responding to them the way they are as opposed to the way we think we need to fix them from the problem of how they are. Well, there are no priorities in that situation speaking for myself. Yes. No priorities. I mean, I understand what you're saying, Joyce, and in a way you're right. But fundamentally, there are no priorities. There's just a situation, all of the factors that go into that situation. And if, you know, if I'm not aware that I'm irritated and that I'm feeling, um, you know, whatever negative feelings that arise from my belief that they're wrong and I'm right, um, if I'm not aware of that, then yeah, I'm not going to respond, even in doing my best to correct whatever situation it is, or to, to help someone see that maybe this is not the right thing. I'm not going to respond well to that if I'm not aware of the fact that I'm holding on to something, and I'm believing something that may or may not be true and should not be the basis of, of my actions anyway. Or, or if we say it a different way, if we add on something in our ideas about how they are or aren't, add on some um, judgment or need to fix them, or and it's only us who can see if we're so-called adding on, or if this is simply responding as this circumstance moment. See, but that means we have to be sensitive, so to speak, to seeing how we're adding on, or if we could talk about it a different way, how our beliefs about how they should be, or how we should be, are hindering us from being here as is right now. That's what it's about, being here as is now. Well, okay, but I mean... I mean, I, I, we don't have to keep talking about Ed. I could talk about, you know, something to do with me or whatever. But I guess, I guess sometimes in situations like that, 
um, or, you know, situations where I'm concerned about, a, you know, physical issues that I've been going through and whatnot. Um, so, you know, just to sort of segue into something else that we're not trying to force this to be about and, and that situation. Yes. Um, it's something I can talk about. So, uh, but I can see that, you know, if I were in a situation with, with and I have been with my dad, you know, that... Um, it's, just, it's that sort of place where you don't feel like you have time for the pain because to really experience it would be a lot of a lot of emotional pain and like right then you just have to get the nurse you know or right then you that's just right. have to you know do X Y Z that's right you that's great that's great then you just get the nurse even as the pain you can't not experience the pain but you can include the pain in going to get the nurse or you can have the pain get in the way or the argument with your the other person there get in the way of getting the nurse right now because they say don't get her they say we got her already uh, or they're too upset see it it and that's exactly it that it's for those persons so to speak caught up in it or as joko uses the word caught up in the castle the castle seems to be reality. And it's only our practice that, that in a way calls us to see what's reality and what's blinding us to reality. That's why in some ways this is talking about fundamental practice. We don't need to use this image or metaphor of the castle, or we could use it. Because we sense within, so to speak, in our own experiencing whether it's something that's added on or whether it's this present moment without anything added extra. And we only discover what it is by being present because there is no, quote, one thing. There's only this present moment and then all sorts of circumstances, if we call them, arise as this present moment and we can create or hold on to all sorts of castles or castle rooms, to continue that metaphor, to see where we discover ourselves to be. Oh, we're in the room where I'm, I'm vying with my siblings about such and such, or I'm in the room where I hate the, the um, authorities who've made this these insurance decisions, and it's all their fault, and that's what I want to be about. Or, and you could fill in, what? or how am I going to handle this? What am I going to do with this? Oh, I've got to deal with work. I can't deal with this while I'm dealing with work, or I can't deal... All sorts of different rooms we could discover ourselves in while the present moment arises, pre- passes, is here. Or we can be here and respond. And responding doesn't have a fixed form because it, it's a matter of how this no fixed form moment arises.
somewhere, uh, there it is, on 144, Joko says, our deep decision that this is the way life is creates the castle. In other words, um, it comes out of personal, this moment, agenda beliefs, even noble ones, if they're caught up in self-centered thinking, which in a sense is about cutting ourselves off from the universe of the moment to try to stuff it into the way we want it to be, the way we think it should be. Nothing wrong with wanting and thinking, but if we use that to cut ourselves off, then we've put ourselves into a castle that misses this life and means we can't respond to this life because we're stuck in the castle instead of being so-called out there, right here. This uh, analogy or metaphor doesn't strike you as useful? Fine. Don't. If you'll notice, Joko uses different metaphors and analogies, but the point of them is not to remember those metaphors or analogies unless they come up as useful in supporting your practice life of being able to to respond, of being present and responding, or of discovering what's blinding you and hindering responding, and what's skillful to do when you discover the room you're in. Somewhere, I don't remember exactly where, and I could look for it, but it's no point. Oh, I know where it is. There it is. Sometimes it seems... um, that um, it will seem very distant, it meaning the castle and the rooms, and then something comes up that we haven't seen through, and then we're right back in the castle. And nobody fully knows every room in their castle. She says in the castle, but I'll say in their castle, because we each live in our castle. Of course, we don't live, because there is no castle except when it appears. And when it doesn't appear, there's no castle to take care of, there's no rooms, there's no moat you have to take care of, except as it appears. And yet, the cause and effect of our life is that it there is castles or rooms that appear according to circumstances and habits and holding. This is Lynn, and one of the, um, it's interesting that you uh, raise the issue of different metaphors, because as I worked with that this week, um, it really helped me to appreciate a metaphor that's worked for me in the past, um, but that took me a long time to really wrap my head around. It's not unique to me. It was something that a number of teachers have said, Um, but in a moment where uh, I'm 
seem to feel overwhelmed by a challenge or a problem. Uh, the notion is, how can I be a little bit bigger in that mm-hmm. moment? How, how can I embrace more than I'm fixated on at that moment? And um, that how can I get a little bit bigger has, I, I think, works with this. It's a different way of approaching. Yes. And I found that it, at the heart of, of these moments is um, discomfort with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And the uncertainty, you know, while I can get, you know, on good moments, while I can gain some perspective, pull back and, and maybe take somebody else's perspective or more people's perspective, um, often that too is fraught with a lot of uncertainty. Um, because there often isn't an easy solution, and um, and even if you feel like there's something skillful to be done in that moment, and that you do need to act, there may be uncertainty about whether it's been the right thing or it's had the right effect. So for me, it's really uh, been noticing how how much that discomfort with uncertainty uh, is at the heart of that. Yeah, and. As you say, whether you call it making yourself bigger, so that whatever you call you, or even whatever you call the room you're in, includes and is okay in including uncertainty, and it is okay in responding out of what includes uncertainty, despite the fact that we are so or might be so uncomfortable with uncertainty, or might want to have certainty um, be what what we emphasize as our decision, and yet uncertainty is there, and that's okay. Uh, Using the word uncertainty... Uh, I was reading two different books uh, where that word came up and, and Heidegger's, Heisenberg's uh, uncertainty principle, uh, you know, it's mentioned also. And, you know, I was thinking, but it, and it really helped me, you know, because isn't that exactly... Well, what each moment is, I mean, the next moment is uncertain. Each is uncertain. It's uncertain. So just, you know, let go because we can't control them. And though it's easy to say, we discover, we react to to that because we're uncomfortable or we believe it's not okay or... In a sense, we can say practice is being beginner's mind, which means being not knowing, which is what we often refuse. In a way, I'll talk about that this weekend, Saturday or Sunday, but that's exactly why we create castles and rooms, because we want to hold on to some form of certainty of how we know or believe the problems are, meaning how we know 
this moment reality is, if we have our, whether you use Joko's word, personal agenda, or our story of, of what our life and reality is, then we don't have to face the uncertainty and the unknown, unknowable, and be intimate with that, because that's the way reality is, and yet we insist that isn't the way it is, or that isn't the way I want it, and therefore something else, and that's the castle, rooms, etc., or the other ways of talking about it. But isn't uncertainty only a problem because of expectation? Yes, it's a problem because we ref- we don't want it to be un- so-called uncertain. We want it to be some way, the way we figured out that it's going to be safe. Even if we figured out this is the good way, the noble way, the best way, the way my the other people here should follow me along because etc etc because that way is safe that way is and you fill in whatever it is because we you fill it in in all sorts of ways or as joko said the problem is my opinion of how it should be that that's what certainty and uncertain my opinion is the certainty of how it should be or my opinion is the certainty of what will be if we do it my way. But by embracing the uncertainty and grabbing onto what phrase I love of yours, and that is trust what is, you know, just trust what the what the next moment is going to be, you know, whatever it is. Are you certain? <laughs> But you know, Joko, uh, I don't think she would say, uh, if, I'm, if I'm correct, I don't think she would say there's anything wrong with planning or preparing or even trying to make yourself safe or being proactive as long as you don't get attached to it. That's right. Right. You, you could plan. In fact, you should. I hope you're planning. I mean, for instance, we're doing a session. We're planning. And I've got plane tickets. I have, I'm, I'm not going to the airport and saying, well, I'm not going to do any planning. I'll just show up and there'll be a plane that'll take me to, from California to Illinois. However, if when I go to the airport, I discover, well, the plane is canceled and you might have to take another flight or we have to, I can deal with that with the ticket agent or I could scream and yell and get upset and, uh, <coughs> fall apart or some variations on that now that's an easy situation because of course that makes sense you can't go to the airport unless you're very wealthy and and just get onto any plane to go anywhere we all know that and yet all sorts of ways we show up expecting the airport of other people and other circumstances to fit the way we've planned it out, and yet we discover, well, the plan here, at least for them, isn't my plan. Well, what am I going to do about that? And the them could be other people, uh, uh, as Ed was talking about, other uh, 
people who are with his mother. The plan could be our partner. The plan could be our workmates or bosses or the person in the store or the cars driving down the street or the dogs making noise outside at midnight um, or various others. So, sure, we should all make plans, Joyce, as you say. Um, and the, un- um, the universe makes its own plans, so to speak. Yes, it does. Yeah, people want to experience a fallacy of assumptions and expectations, then I invite them to do session planning this time. So then when you screw up, like, I don't know if you would do this, Ellie, you, but, you know, I could say all I want that, you know, I'm with, you know, I did my planning and then I'm going to the airport and they're canceling my flight and I'm just going to do the next right thing, you know, and the healing response and all that. And, you know, I, I, uh, I know that I would get upset about it. So I, I guess maybe what you're saying is do the upset along with, or the emotional pain along with the scheduling yes. the ticket or whatever. Yes. I mean, if you, if upset comes up, fine. But if upset comes up and it leads you to start beating yourself up or beating them up, is that skillful? Is that the skillful response right now? It, you don't have, we don't have a choice of what comes up. We do have a choice of what we do with what comes up, whether it's what's coming up so-called inside me or whether it's what's coming up at the airport um, with the airline. I regularly get to deal with airlines not fulfilling my idea of what's supposed to be regularly. That's the, the big part of my session all the time. Going to, to Illinois, coming back from Illinois, it, it's a regular practice part of my session. Glad you do it. <laughs> If you have time to spare, go by air. <laughs> well, I, I, I haven't managed to teleport myself to California um, from Illinois or vice versa. If I could manage that, I would do that. And I don't think I want to drive. <laughs> Good. Um Yes, is that what enlightened means? <laughs> what? <laughs> we, we don't need an airplane anymore. To no, 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 no. <laughs> what, what, it means that when we're at the airport, we take an airplane. And when we're delayed, we be delayed and make other plans. Yeah. That's well, what it I means. I have no baggage. Get it? You're enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> um I, you know, find that that is like my intent. I would say, yeah, 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 that's really good. And sometimes I, um, I, I am uh, successful mm-hmm. at practicing that. And other times, it's just it gets the better of me. Yes. And um, and I don't know what you know. I I don't like it when it gets the better of me. Uh-huh. In retrospect, somehow it feels fine at the time when I'm getting upset and going off. And 
<laughs> and then, in re on reflection, I'm like, why did I react that way? It wasn't helpful. It wasn't skillful. It didn't you know, accomplish anything. And now, not only that, I feel really badly that I behaved in that way. Good. So you have the opportunity to work with feeling really badly and seeing that that's another opinion that you're holding about that how you should be and how you sh should react and then seeing what's skillful to do right now. Practice isn't about gi giving ourselves a score or judging ourselves or getting all A's or any such thing. It's always this moment opportunity and this moment what's responsive, what's responding as the universe of this moment. That's our opportunity. And part of the rooms that we carry along with us, so to speak, like a turtle on our back that pop up when we least expect them or when we decide to use them might be rooms of judging ourselves. How well did I do it? How well should I have done? And nevertheless, when that's there, that's our opportunity. Somewhere in the chapter she mentions, refers to the fact that, that we like our problems we, and the dramas that we spend around them. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good thing to, to notice when we're in a drama, to, to take a look for a moment. That's a good reminder. Am I liking this drama? Joyce was asking about the phrase, am I liking this drama? That might be a good, good question to stop for a moment. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I have asked myself something along those lines, or, or I have observed and, and mentioned to myself in the midst of things, it's like, you know, well, I must like this because I keep doing it over and over. I mean, I must. Well, the, the I must like it is in a way a little more distant because it's a thinking uh, about it or an analyzing it, but I, in a okay, way it's more point. useful to look, am I liking this right now when you notice you're doing it? Because that gives you the opportunity to see Something. I don't know what, but just notice. Good. So we will have a class next week. We'll do the, assuming the universe and airlines and everyone else agrees, it'll, we'll do the paradox of awareness. And then we will miss the class the week after that because we'll be in Sashin. Hopefully some of you, many of you are able to Come to some or all of Sashin, and as you know, if, even if you can't do the full Sashin, you're always welcome for any part of it that you can do. So next week, Paradox of Awareness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Bye. Bye.